Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the Foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, when we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do I get the show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, best of all, how do we like to make money off this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to to podcast right away. In fact, that's what we're doing right now by reading this ad. You know, I like to listen to to my scary podcast during the week while I'm at work. And man, let me tell you, it just gets me in an extra zone so I can keep working all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And welcome back to a brand new episode of the High Low Sports Podcast. We are kind of continuing what we started last week with the NBA preview. Last week, we gave you our top 15 players coming into the week. We had Devin on then. Devin's back again. And this week, we're getting down into the nitty-gritty. Where does everybody finish? Do they finish in the top eight, top ten this year? Because, you know, top ten seeds do matter now because they'll play play in games for seven and eight. Where are they going to finish? Who's going to win the playoffs? Who's going to be left out? Am I going to shaft the Mavericks again? We'll all just have to wait and see. Devin, welcome back to the show again, as usual. Um, we love having you on for NBA stuff. Last year, you uh, you beat the living crap out of my picks, even though I spent way too long on an Excel document to try to like get the exact mathematical formulas. And you know, you're over here like a savant, just picking everything correct. So, uh, think you think you have the same return this year, or, or are you gonna gonna pick against Luca? <laughs> Never pick against Luca. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. All right, so. Devin, since you're the savant, you're the you're the one that did the best last year going into this. Uh, you go ahead and give us started with your East picks one through ten. Okay, 
So I've got number one seed going to be the Bucks. Um, I mean, yeah, Gian- Giannis is still there. They haven't traded him. They're going to win games. They're going to win the most games. Um, just with what they have now, will that be playoff wins? That's the real question. Um, uh, and then number two, I've got the Celtics. I mean, they got one of the best coaches. They're still young. They're still getting better. Uh, my third seed, this one was, this is an interesting one. This I think is either going to make me look like a genius or an idiot. Um, I had the nets. Um, which means I'm trusting that Kyrie and Kevin Durant are going to have enough basketball and both stay healthy, um, which I think is just a gamble and a half. Uh, number four, I've got the Heat. Um, there, they nothing's really changed. So I, so I knew with what they were last year, four or five. I was like, put them four or five again. Uh, number five, I've got the Seventy Sixers. Um, and that. Now here it all gets a little weird. Um, next one, I've got the Hawks. Hawks at six. Um, I think they are one of the think, youngest teams. And I, think, I just, I think your time down up. south kind of, uh, kind of, kind of turned you into a Hawks fan, is what it sounds like. Dude. Are you sure you're not? You sure you're still, sure you're still a Wizards fan? Barely. Uh, I mean, the Wizards did do some cool things recently, so I'm still kind of a Wizards fan, but... He's a Wizards fan like you're a Cowboys fan. All right, touche. Okay, touche, touche. <laughs> that hurt a little bit, but touche, I get the pain. Uh, but then, number seven, I've got the Wizards. Um, eight. I spoke too soon, my bad. I was like, I mean, they should be good. Like, they have the talent to be good now. Just be good. Don't do something stupid like trade Beal to the Magic for nothing. Um, and speaking of Magic, that's who I have number eight. Um, and I have them number eight, number eight thinking that they're actually going to make a big trade for a Beal-esque shooting guard, uh, small forward. They've got they got a top three center, top four center in the N- NBA. Vukovic is a monster. I mean, he's one of the most underrated centers, but he's just truly a monster. Um, nine, I've got the Pacers and then, cause they were my first team out and then doing 10, I'm going to say, I think the Hornets are going to be a surprise team. Okay. You think Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball can lead that team? I, I love um, Hayward. Little oh, scary oh. Terry action in there. Dude, scary Terry. Most overrated playoff player ever. Is Frank I love the him, Tank but... still there? Do they do they have a, a an embedding of, of nicknames of just kind of goofy nicknames at this point? You get, to, you get brought onto the team by your nickname and I'll buy you your basketball acumen. You know this. <laughs> MJ no longer picking superstars, just picking excellent nicknames. We saw what happened when we picked superstars. I mean, we saw that look went out. So I mean, you got to try something else. Adam Morrison. You're too soon, man. <laughs> so I like your picks. I like your picks. So you t- your ten seed is the, is the Hornet sneaking in there, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so I'll go to the West. They're, they're much easier. I mean, because they're 10 deep. I changed my mind. I just, I'm changing my 10 seed. And I don't know why oh. I didn't have the Raptor. Oh, the Raptors shit. aren't on this list. Uh, the Raptors, uh, they're my 10 seed now. 
So you were playing with with fourteen teams in the in the East. I just took the right. It's like they live in Canada; they can't come down. <laughs> you They're mean the uh, what, what? The Tampa? Are they the Tampa? The Tampa Raptors. Raptors yeah. We the South Raptors this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I just took them off. I didn't think they were playing. No. Um, so they're my tenth. The whole of Canada is coming for you, Devin. I, I thought I was bad with last year's pick 'em with the Patriots and belittling them. No, you just belittled the whole of Canada. You just started an intercontinental war. Way to go! Oh man! All right. Well, so Devin, the West. Then, unless, unless you left anybody else off the East that needs to jump in there. Uh, at least I caught myself. I mean, <laughs> that's fair enough. I'll give you credit. Uh, so. The, the West, I've got the Lakers number one. I mean, duh. That's, I feel like, the easiest pick you can go. Uh, and then number two, actually, uh, if you listen to our last podcast about NBA, I said uh, the Nuggets were going to have the MVP. So I believe the Nuggets are going to be the second best team in the, in the West. Um, I think they're just, what they're going to do <laughs> is just crazy. Um, I have... Just a lot of uprising stars on that team. They're going to be just monsters. Number three, I've got the Mavericks. Um, the Luka train. I'm going to stay on it. I was on it last year. <laughs> I was like, feel like I'm kind of driving this train. But um, you I got Luka. are the conductor of this train, sir. Uh, this is your those... Lamar train. <laughs> Luka. And really just European players in general. I think the Mavericks are just creating this like European team in America. Uh, starting with Luca and the unicorn. Uh, so I got them number three. And then I got number four, the Clippers. Um, I was like, I was, I've been a big Clippers lover. And I feel like part of me wanted to put them higher, but I was like, I couldn't. I was like, they did me dirty last year. They did NBA dirty last year. I think of 190 million reasons why you don't have them any higher. <laughs> uh, uh, and then number five, I've got the Jazz. Um, I think, and I'll talk about it later, but I think the Jazz, they're just, they're stepping up. Uh, when they played the Nuggets, you saw a lot of growth from Donovan Mitchell. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of that come into more this year. Uh, they're going to have uh, their one scorer back, um, Boban, not Boban. Bogdan. Bogdan. No, no it's no, Bo, they have Boban. They have Boban Bogdanovich. Yeah, I was like, uh, I, there's he, too, too many, too many Bogdanoviches in the league. Too yeah. Many. Uh, <laughs> but he'll be coming back um, healthy. We didn't get to see that in the playoffs. I think he, he'll stay healthy and they're going to be a monster of a five seed. Um, so, so let me just get, straight, get this right. You have the guy who shut down the league doing enough to shut down the league enough to get them in the top five this year. Dude, he's going to do it again, man. All shut right. down the league again. All Getting right. blocks this time though. Stifle right. tower. Do it legally. Gonna, All right. He's going to do it differently. Just shut down like half the league. So then that just puts him up there by default. <laughs> uh, uh, then I've got uh, the Blazers at six. I mean, can't say, can't say anything else. I mean, they're just, they can score the ball. Um, number seven, another, another player that I am kind of a conductor of a train for is the Ja Morant train. I love Ja. Um, Ja Morant and Ja Raff. Um, and I think the Grizzlies will be number seven. Uh, Jaron Jackson, um, Ja Morant. You've got the center there that's really good. They've got a lot of young talent. 
they they were showing some good signs last year. It's rough that they lost those play-in games to the Trailblazers. Um, so you didn't get to see much more. But in the bubble, they were a good team. And John Morant's just phenomenal. Eight, I've got the Suns. Um, with what they did in play-in games, plus Chris Paul. It And it being the West, I mean, that's a, I think that's massive respect for a younger team like this. Um, and I think they're really good. I could have put them higher. I think it's, I think those six, seven, eight are really close in, in record wise or will be really close. Like they are every year in the West. Uh, then nine, I've got Pelicans. Um, I think Lonzo and company, or really it should be that. Um, Jackson Hayes and company. Jackson Hayes. That's what you meant, obviously. <laughs> oh, I meant Zion and the crew, but I just misspoke. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, I Zion think, and his church. Zion and the people that throw him oops. <laughs> um, I've got them at nine, and then ten. I've got the Spurs. I mean, pop, pop. I and I feel like it's more. It's not the players. It's just pop is the reason they're in there. I. Fair enough. You know, I, I, I can't help though. Did you maybe forget another team on the list? I, I, I might feel have. like they're for to infinity and beyond. It didn't quite. Uh, there might be one in there that I'm surprised not to hear. Well, not just that one. I'm there's, there's also some West Coast Warriors over there. I, 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 I did forget the Warriors, but my biggest thing was. <laughs> I, I'm going to stick with it though. I'm sticking with not having the Warriors on this list. As much as I love the Warriors, I think. Last year was too much injury stuff. I think they may sweep, sweep into that nine spot, nine or ten. I just think Steph Curry's coming off injuries. Draymond's coming off, like, no playing time at all last year. Clay's not going to be there. I mean, you got Wiggins, who is Wiggins. At best, he isn't going to be your best. Like, he, should never, he shouldn't be your third best player on a team. Wiggins is Wiggins at best. I think that's a good way to describe his whole career, basically. <laughs> like, I mean, he averages 19.6 points. So, like, I mean, he, he can score, but it's just – he cannot be your second best player. And if Curry comes back healthy, Curry's going to be your best. We don't know what we're getting from Draymond. Wiseman's going to be a rookie. Um, we can't expect him to do what Luca did his sec- second year in his first year. I mean, I, I, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with the Warriors not on my list. That's fair, but I didn't hear anything about a beard anywhere either. Just kind of surprising. Oh, dude, he, he's getting traded. He's okay. So you don't think your boy Wall and Boogie Cousins can revitalize them? As much as I, I want Boogie and Wall to revitalize, it's still, again, with the same same argument I said with the Warriors, we haven't seen a healthy Boogie, and we don't know. Like, Boogie's not going to be King, King's Boogie. Boogie's not even going to be Pelican's Boogie. Boogie's had... The boogie. Dude, I'm underestimating Wall, my favorite NBA player right now. <laughs> like, I'm also surprised that you didn't have any love for your Rookie of the Year's team. Dude, yeah. I, no love for the Wolves? No huh? love? It's a hard list, guys. <laughs> they just listed all, all 15 Everybody teams on the West. Here's your <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah. That's what I should have done. Take, take it off maybe, yeah, one or two teams. I could take the Spurs off, but, I mean, again, pop. I, okay, I, I'll probably, I respect it. I, I just have to give you shit because you forgot the dude. Raptors. So, at this point, I'm assuming you're forgetting oh, yeah. everybody not on your list. Dude. Yeah, someone's I, just I, still bitter about the Luka fiasco. Dude, 
Okay, hey, took, I'm sorry, I, Luca. I'm sorry I only estimated you to predict, to get 15 wins. I'm sorry. I, I blame I, I, the Excel program, not me. Kelsey, I'm taking one for you. So next time, I'm the one going to be eating, eating his words. So it won't have to be you next year. Change it up you, a little bit. You still have to worry about the whole – you just better be glad that the whole country of Canada are super nice. So they'll probably come at you with Tim Hortons and some coffee. Like just like a day old Tim Hortons and coffee. So you'll be good. <laughs> Just have a but, whole shit ton of donuts and you might not feel good the next day. We're fine because I was actually one of the few people that picked them to win the finals the year they did going into that season when we were talking about it then. Dude. So I, I saved us from that hey, one. You're welcome, they, they, Canada. Two years ago, I, I bet a hundred bucks on the rafters when they beat the 76ers and won it all. Like, oh, you waited till Kawhi had his moment. I picked them before the season. I'm two, okay. I'm two in a row right okay. now, which means I'm about to fail miserably this year. Cause I spoke, I just jinxed it, but. I like it, though. I like it. Fair enough. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, so just to give Devin a break, let him, let him <laughs> uh, recover from Canada's attack of uh, attack of the wills. And you're actually closer to Canada than the rest of us right now. So, oh, yeah. Good luck with you, sir. Uh, I don't DJ. know where I'm at. <laughs> East, Eastern, Eastern Conference, who's your top 10? So Devin said he was kind of taking a gamble on these guys. So I'm going to take a big gamble on them. I'm putting the Nets at number one. Under the under the assumption that Kevin Durant is back and healthy, because if we get eighty nine to ninety percent of Kevin Durant, he'll 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 dominate. He'll do what he does. He'll drop thirty. We might even see close to MVP Kevin Durant if he's healthy. I think he's gonna be out to prove a point, especially after all he's had to hear the last four years of you only got there because of the Warriors. You're no good. We hate you. Blah blah blah. Kyrie's kind of the wild card. I mean, there's a very strong chance that we get. Cleveland Kyrie that as a co-star was an absolute bucket or we get Celtics and last year's Kyrie. That's an imploding time bomb. But I look at the surrounding pieces. You have a top two or three player when he's healthy and Kevin Durant in his prime, but like at his peak, basically surrounded by all those young talents. Steve Nash, I think is going to be not Steve Kerr, but a coach that can kind of slide in that you don't expect and do a really good job and get all of them to work together. And if you get Kyrie, just not ruining things, basically just giving you 20 to 25 points a game and doing his thing. I think in the East where it's not very deep like the West, they can accure a lot of wins there. And they're coming off a lot of rest because I know they were in the bubble last year, but they weren't in the bubble. They kind of showed up like they, a lot of these other teams that we talked about at the top, they played a lot, lot not like two, three months ago they were playing. The Nets were chilling, been chilling since March, basically. So assuming everyone's healthy, I got the Nets taking the top seed winning high fifties type of games just because Kevin goes off. I think he's going to try and prove a point this year. If he's healthy. I, I, I can't, can't lie. I think, I think that's probably the ballsiest pick, but I understand it. I don't blame you. Cause let me go. I'm going to start it's, walking it's, around with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, it's, I mean, it definitely makes sense. I'll be honest with you. It's it, but it's not one that many people will pick because of both him and Kyrie coming off injuries, but people do forget Spencer did what he's didn't what he is still there. So, you know, the, the role players are still there. DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen, like they convert. Hurt, man. That monster. Assuming they don't trade for James Harden, if they try and change for trade for James Harden, that works. I'm dropping them down a little bit. They're on this predicated on Kevin Durant being the man and Kyrie not getting in the way. Yeah. I mean, this team just looks that looks on paper a lot like what the old school sons with Steve Nash at point kind of look like where they have a guy that can handle the ball, a guy that will score you all your points. And then a bunch of role players that'll get you 10, 15 here and there. We can spend all day talking about the Nets, but I'm still I'm keeping the balls in the wheelbarrow. I'm keeping them as the top seed in the East. Number two, I'm going with the Celtics. 
think Jason Tatum gets a little bit better. Jalen Brown, a little bit better. Kemba, a little bit more, a little better and more used to the team now too. Brad Stevens is Brad Stevens. We can go on and all about them all day. And they're the young type of team that I don't think is going to slack off at all in the regular season. They don't really have any chemistry issues. Marcus Smart, like they're, they're ready to roll. They, they, they're going to be a top three seed in the East for a while. Speaking of number three, I have the perennial top seed in the East of the last couple of years, the Bucks. I think they have, they did quite a few, I don't want to say trades, but they maneuvered the roster a little bit, bringing in Drew Holiday, getting rid of Eric Bledsoe. They got to figure out the rotation a little bit. And the whole, is Giannis, should he stay or should he go? What's going on with Giannis? I think that'll loom over them a little bit early. I think they'll smooth it out, but I think it's just going to be a rougher, more rough start for them. Four, I got the defending Eastern Conference champion, Heat. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam. They're another team kind of like the Celtics. They'll be good to go for a while. I think they'll have a little bit of a hangover coming because they played how three seven-game series, two seven-game, or a seven-game series and a six-game series in the finals. And then that tough one with the Bucks. And... I just think it's going to be a little bit of a hangover for them as well. Five, I had the 76ers because Devin copied a lot of my list. And I think with Doc Rivers as the head coach, they're going to be a really good defensive team. Like I had Joel Embiid as defense player of the year. Ben Simmons, for all of his faults when it comes to shooting, he sure can play defense. Number six, I have the Pacers. Kind of a similar reason. Miles Turner, Victor Oladipo, they got an underrated squad there. Number seven, I got the Hawks. The to talk about a squad, they put together a really nice team around Trey Young. I think to the point where they can actually, def- Trey Young is very defensively deficient, is what we will say. And I think they have a team around him that can kind of make up for that now, too. A nice way to put it. Number eight, I got We the South, the Toronto Raptors. Number nine, I got the Wizards, just because Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I think that's a squad in the East, especially that alone could get you some get you some points. And then number 10, I have the Magic just because I'm running out of teams. Basically, I'm not putting the Bulls or the Knicks up there. So we're running out of, or the Cavs. I mean, there's only so many teams left. No, I, so. like it. I like it. I like, I like the, 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 the picks there, especially, you know, giving, giving some, some love to the Wiz, just being able to score buckets as long as Russell allows them. Uh, you know what? He'll get buckets himself. Then they'll find a way to get buckets. <laughs> All right. You so can the- do a lot of self oops. <laughs> yeah. Still counts. Still a board, still a bucket. Western Conference. I'm, I'm assuming, obviously, the Blazers are your number one seed. No, I mean, let's not be ridiculous. Now, I, I like the Blazers, and they, they are in this top ten. I will spoiler alert that. But number one, for a lot of the same reasons Devin said, I got the Nuggets at number one. I think Jokic is going to be a force of nature. Jamal Murray is going to be like, hey, you're a force of nature. I want to be a force of nature. Swerve. And they got they got Gary Harris. They got a really nice young squad on them, and I like Mike Malone as the coach. They what they did last year and into the bubble, they were a top tier team coming in before, you know, Rudy Gobert destroyed everything. And then seeing in the bubble, they showed that too. I think, and they're a lot of the same vein as the Celtics where they're a young team. That's kind of looking to bounce back after last year. They're going to have their balls to the wall, the gap foot on the gas pedal the whole way. See then I see them being potentially a 60 ish win team, maybe 62 and 20, something along those lines. Number two, another team that's kind of, coming back for redemption for similar purposes is the Clippers. I don't think they'll be quite as good as last year because I don't know if Tyron Lue is quite the coach that doc is, but I still think they're going to win a few more games. Cause I think Tyler's going to be like, look, Kawhi, get your load management ass out on the court. And I think having your best players on the court with less load management, less tension, as we've heard there was throughout the season. I think that'll propel them to win more regular season games. We'll talk about what they do in the playoffs coming up a little bit later. Number three, the defending champion Lakers, Kind of the same as the Heat. It's hard for you to bounce back and win 60 games after playing 
a full season, basically taking a break and then playing a full bubble season, winning the championship, all of the off season stuff they've had to do. There's going to be a little bit of a lull. And at this point, they're not playing for the regular season. I mean, last year, I think they kind of were just to make a point. That was LeBron basically putting his fist down like, hey, no one will see you in the West. Goat me, bitches. Now, I think at this point, he's like, I don't give a shit. He's already he's made his point. So I see this to be more of like their early Miami teams that were like the second and the third seed, not necessarily the 66 win Heat team or with the Cavs when they were like the second or third seed. They'll spend more time gelling everybody together. Now, four, I have the aforementioned Blazers. They get buckets. You got Damian Lillard, Carmelo, CJ McCollum. How do you say his name? Yusevich, I believe is how it's pronounced. Can't remember. Yusuf Nurkic? Yes, Nurkic. Sorry. They they all sound very similar, and I can't speak. So <laughs> Nurkic coming back healthy. I believe they kept Whiteside, too. I think they got a good squad, and if they do stay healthy. He's, he's a king now. Touche. I forgot. I should have known that you would know that one, but it doesn't matter. Either way, I still think they, get, they can get buckets at all levels. And I think if they stay healthy, last year, injuries kind of derailed them after a slow start, and they barely creeped in. I think this year we'll see the Blazers of the last few years, two potential all-star guards and a potential all-star center. They'll, they'll make their, they'll, they'll be a, they'll be heard this year. Number five is my surprise team of the, of this kind of last year's Oklahoma city thunder. Both teams feature Chris Paul. Ironically, I got the Suns jumping up to five because I think having a true point guard for a young Deandre Ayton and a really sick of losing Devin Booker is going to make a world of difference. They got plenty of young forwards. I think they they look like a mini Nuggets team, more or less. And now you got a point guard to distribute and run the show. Devin Booker's going to have so many more easy buckets. DeAndre Ayton's probably going to catch a thousand lobs. His wrists are going to probably snap at some point from smacking him on the rim so much. And I just I like the way the team is built. Finally, I think they're going to make a big step, and they're going to they're going to have a lot of nice runs in the regular season. Six, I got Kelsey's favorite team, the Mavs. I don't have him higher because as great, great as Luca is, I think he's going to take a little bit of a step back this year because you can't, he's already got all the hype. Everyone's behind him. ESPN ranked him like fourth best player, fifth best player, something like that. He has an insane amount of hype to live up to. So I think he's going to take a baby step back and only be super, super good. Just not quite LeBron good this year. So, so not baby goat, just, just baby unicorn. Not quite baby goat, more of just like maybe like a mountain sheep or something like that. So, and then at seven, I got the aforementioned often forgot about, but not forgot about here. Warriors, even without clay Thompson, I think Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre Wiseman, If he comes in and plays, they also got Kent Bazemore. I think Steve Kerr will find a way to gel all these guys together. Draymond, they still have a prolific enough shooting team. They'll find a way to get buckets. If they have clay, I probably would have put them higher around five, but subtracting clay. I got them at seven. Number eight. I got the jazz. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, old man game. They're the same team. They've been like Mike Conley. They're the exact same team. They'll be in that. They'll be in the mix. Number nine, I got the Rockets because I have no idea what I'm getting from the Rockets. Is James Harden there? Is it a mess? Is it John Wall and Boogie? I don't know what I'm going to get. If everybody gels, they could easily climb this list, but I just don't know. And it's not that I don't know because of injuries. It's because I don't know what's going on with your best player. And your two next best players are coming off injuries. And then number 10, I also have the Spurs because Greg Popovich, DeMar DeRozan, they're nice. They were they were kind of in it last year. I think the bubble hurt them more than some of the other teams vying for the A seed. So I think they'll be in the mix too it, it with the 10 seed. And absolutely no love for the Timberwolves because unlike Devin, I don't think Anthony Edwards is going to be rookie of the year. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, we all have our love-hate relationship with Cat. Uh, probably mostly me who hates Cat with a passion. 
Meanwhile, we love Cat and think he's outstanding and kind of wish he wasn't on the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. I just wish he'd play like a big man like he is. But what do I know about being a big guy? Sorry, your camera just shook when you said that. You want to say that again? Uh, no, I mean it exactly like I said it. Exactly. All right, so go ahead, Kelsey. Let's hear what you have for the East since you want to laugh so bad at ours. Yeah, this well, better be really good. Look, I mean, you guys both kind of played off my list. It's in pieces and parts, uh, Devin, to begin with. So my number one seed is the Bucks. Um, just, yeah, it's the Bucks. It's Giannis is still there, so they can get to kind of do whatever that he wants to do. Nobody's really figured out how to defend him that well. I mean, the only team that really did was a team that built a wall, and, well, they can't really build a wall anymore. So good luck stopping him. Um, plus, he does have some weapons on the starting line that actually help him out. Second, The second unit, well, that's a different story, but that doesn't matter as much getting the wins, just in the playoffs, depth will help. Um, Celtics, number two, yeah, Kemba Walker, comfortable. Brad Stevens gets back on his Brad Stevens shit. And this team just continues to grow into a powerhouse that the Celtics have always been. Um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are a tag team duo that are they, – they're not fair. That's not a fair combination to have. Two young stars that want to play with each other that will take pay cuts that play the same position. They play the same fucking position, but they're willing to change positions. Whatever. I think it benefits Jalen Brown because he's real. I think he's better at two guard because he's bigger than all those two guards and with his defensive physical style of play. I think he was, I think secretly he's like, okay, gladly change two guard. Thank you, Jason. You're helping me out too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, whatever. I don't get it. But then you add in also Carson Edwards coming into this team as a shooting guard. We all remember him from his Purdue antics when he was there, knocking down countless big time shots. Uh, the dude has a clutch gene, ice in his veins, if you will. Uh, number three, last year's NBA final representation from the East, the Heat. Uh, look, I, I love what Bam's doing. I, I love this team depth-wise. I still love Goran Dragic. Um, Jimmy freaking Butler, now that he's dating Selena Gomez, can do literally whatever he wants in the world, and he'll do it right. I don't care anymore. He is my superhero. That is That is that that man is no longer a man. He's, he's a myth, he's a legend, and he's going to keep leading the Heat on, on their way. You both grow a similar type of facial hair, too, so you guys got that in common. <laughs> That's a, that was cold, bro. That was that was. I kind you of know what? About that. This type of facial hair gets Selena Gomez. So you know what? There's know some success just, there. Just take the compliment without making such a theatrical mess about it. Well, I didn't know how to take it. I didn't take it as a compliment. I'm sorry. I don't think Jimmy would have taken it as a compliment either. Jimmy, no, but you, you should. Fair enough. I should. Number four, uh, DJ's crazy number one pick. The Nets. Look, I, I, this team has a chance to go number one or has a chance to go number eight. It depends on how things mesh, how, how Steve Nash turns out, how the bonus pieces turn, you know, play, whether they go for James Harden or not. Um, this, this team has probably the most moving pieces to it as far as how they can end up on my list, but I think four is a very comfortable position for them. Um, that's the bare minimum to be expected of them if it's a successful season. Anything below that, I'd look at as a, as a failure. Anything above that, well, you obviously did something, right? Uh, number five, 76ers, putting Doc on that team with Ben Simmons is exactly what Ben Simmons needs. Just somebody to be like, look, you do whatever you want to do. That's fine with me. And that'll let Ben Simmons kind of ride ride pretty free. Joel Embiid will continue, keep doing Joel Embiid things. Um, but this is kind of perfect, perfect situation for what Ben Simmons is able to do and how he creates. So I got them at five. Number six, Victor Oladipo, Miles Turner, the Pacers. Um, 
uh, Victor Oladipo coming back after injury last year was uh, that that in and of itself is a fantastic story. But let him get an offseason under his belt, get healthy again. This team, we saw it before his injury to begin with, uh, was nigh unstoppable when he was on his when he was on his stuff. Um, added Miles Turner with some growth now. Like it's this team is this, this team looks really good for for a pair two two players. It, they just need you know pieces and parts around them to keep keep performing. So that'll be that'll be an interesting one to see. Um, number seven, Devin's favorite team, the Wizards. Bradley Bill, Russell Westbrook, too much offense. Um, it's just a matter of will Russell Westbrook dribble the ball until it deflates, or will he actually learn to pass the ball again? If he learns to pass the ball, this team easily gets the seven seed. If he decides he wants to deflate the ball, well, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, number eight, the Hawks. I, I mean, I kind of wanted to be like, say something smart about them. I can't say it. They've done a great job building around Trey Young. Uh, his defense is a net, but they added pieces around him to help. This the way he the way he runs offense, the way he the way he's able to shoot from outside of literally anywhere along three point line, whether it's the other three point line or right on the line, he can just knock down shots anywhere. And he has a weird motion, which helps to get him the helps get his shot off just that little extra bit. Um, number nine, the uh, the Raptors, uh, Canada. Don't worry, I did put him in the playoff. I did put him in the playoff hunt. They are going to have a chance at the playoffs, so they will get in that playoff game for the for the eight seed at least. Um, I didn't forget about you. And number ten, Orlando. Yeah, I think we all kind of had the magic kind of sneaking themselves in there in the back end of this playoff bracket. So they have a good team. It's just a matter of can they make a big move to solidify their team. And then moving to the West, number one. Talked about my two best players going to the league being LeBron and AD. So easy choice, Lakers number one. Uh, number two, the Nuggets. Just again, Jamal Murray, Nikola, Nikola Jokic. It's too good as a combo. Um, add in the fact Harris, Bull Bull, Michael Porter Jr. All the pieces and parts they they can they can do together. Uh, it, that team is is young and it's growing and it's it's going to be fun to watch. Um, and also, nobody wants to go play at a Mile High Stadium. That just doesn't sound fun. Uh, number three, the Clippers. Way off P doesn't have to worry about being playoff P, so he gets to actually make some shots during the season. They'll still shoot about 25% from three during the season, so, you know, oh no. But he'll have over 300 attempts at it, so who cares? Um, number four, the Warriors. Also, speaking of a team who has 300 attempts, Steph Curry will have 300 three-point shots again. He'll have set a record again for making three-point shots in the season because he just seems to always do that. As long as he can stay healthy, this team makes the playoffs easy, with or without Clay Thompson. Um, Steph Curry is the driving force behind this team. It's always how it's been. Andrew Wiggins plays better as a as a second option, even a third option, really. Kelly Oubre is, is going to be fantastic with this team. Um, Wiseman, as an addition, again, I think he this is perfect for him. Draymond Green coming back healthy. I do think that'll help as well. Um, number five, I didn't shaft Luka this time, guys. Shut up. I didn't do it this time. I put him in number five. Baby unicorn and big unicorn, they together make one giant fantastic unicorn that is the Mavericks, and I still don't understand how the fuck they play basketball. They play basketball really well. So, number five, I, I mean, yeah, that's really all there is to the Mavericks. I mean, literally, if they, they ride as Luca rides. They ride as, as Porzingis rides. So, um, together, they are just they're really, really good. Number six, the Blazers. 
lights out shooting. Uh, I do think they continue off their momentum from the bubble more so than the early season Blazers we saw that had to sneak their way into the playoffs during the bubble or the intro bubble, whatever it is. Um, I do see, I think we, we see a lot from Dame. We see CJ kind of taking his role as Robin and not so much Batman anymore. Um, Nurkic has a great season. Uh, yeah, Carmelo looking so far preseason looking really good. So I don't see any reason why the Blazers can't continue unless they decide to get injured again. So if that doesn't happen, uh, number seven, comfortably making the playoffs. I do have the Suns. Yeah, everything you guys said about the Suns. Number eight, the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Enough said. Number nine, I was a little bit of a homer here. Threw the Kings in at number nine because I have no idea how the end of this fucking West is going to end up between seven and six and 15. It's literally going to separate by like three games is how it always works. So the Kings could be nine or they could have 15. I don't know how this is going to work. We'll figure it out. But I just threw the Kings here because, well, rolling a dice, it sounded the best on paper. Plus, it was probably the most different pick. And number 10, as much as I hate Cat, I threw Cat in here because Anthony Edwards has a chance. Cat, deloading. I mean, I love D-Lo, so got to give credit where credit's due. So that's what I have my top 10. But we'll be right back. We're going to take a short break, hear about our sponsor from Fanatics, and we'll be right back with you. What's up, everybody? It's Kelsey from the High Low Sports Podcast. You know, if you missed the brand new news, we have partnered with Fanatics.com. So if you're in the market for a brand new t-shirt, brand new hoodie, brand new jersey, no matter the team, no matter the player, no matter the sport, Fanatics.com is your place to stop. Not only does this help support our podcast, but it helps support the entire Onion Sports Network. Check the link in our bio or go to OnionsSN.com. I'll be having DJ in the High Low Sports Podcast. See ya. And welcome back. Your guys is 7 through 10. Do you see it changing at all? Or do you have anybody sneaking their way into the playoffs? Let's start with Devin in the East. Who are your seven and eight playoff seed win- winners? So who who continues on to the playoffs? So I've got that the people that will continue will be the Wizards and the Raptors. Uh, I don't think the Magic or the Pacers, who are my eight and nine seeds, respectfully, respectively, I don't think they're going to be good enough. Um, I still think the, the Magic are going to make some big noise. I do believe... They're going to trade Air Gordon and some picks to get a good shooting guard, small forward type player, uh, which will push them into the playoffs. But I don't think that'll be enough. They'll lose out to the Wizards and then the Raptors. All right. All right. Fair enough. So so you go from forgetting about the Raptors completely to let me make it up to you, Canada, and give you a second chance. Fair enough. I don't blame you. I would be scared of Canada, too. They're way too nice and they're creepy. It's, it's like looking at a Barbie doll. You just can't do it for too long. They live with moose. Like, <laughs> so what about them? What about the West Coast? Set, seven, seven and eight playoff winners. Uh, I got. I'm going to stick with the Grizzlies and the Suns. Um, I think the Pelicans. They're going to be really close. I think it's going to be a close game um, against the Suns. I just don't think they have just enough. I think they need one more shooter. All right, fair enough. So, do you think do you think the Suns might overtake the the Grizzlies in the first matchup, or do you think they stay exactly like they are, seven and eight, Grizzlies seven, Suns? Eight? I think I think it's staying the same way. Um, I think the Grizzlies they're they're good. John Morant is just such a prolific player. Plays great defense, can pass the ball like nobody's business. Um, I think he's going to have a hell of a second year, 
and it's going to bring that Grizzlies to number two or to keep them in the seventh spot. Fair enough. All right. All right. Fair enough. I like it. DJ, what about you? Seven, eight playoff seed in the East. So for the East, I think the Hawks still take the seventh seed. They'll roll into the playoffs that way. For the eighth seed, I think the Wizards will take care of business and they will creep in that eighth seed. So the Raptors and the Magic will be the odd ones out for the East. Just by the slimmest of margins, I just think the Wizards have too much firepower. Same with the Hawks. All right. And then for the West, the Warriors are going to hold on to that seventh seed. I think they're going to get rolling a little bit later going into the, into the playoffs. So I think that's they're going to keep a little momentum to hold on to that seventh seed. And barring injuries to the Warriors or whatever the hell's going on with James Harden, regardless, I think the Rockets will be that eighth seed unless they completely fall apart and turn into a mess or the Warriors get it hurt. So I'll have the Jazz as the first team out and then the Spurs right behind them. But those last four are kind of contingent on injuries and what the hell's going on with James. Sounds like he's going to report to camp. It sounds like he's going to be good to go. He'll just probably pout a little bit, but it's a whole lot of firepower. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Rockets still get in there and miss the turmoil. Fair enough. All right, all right. I respect it. Uh, for me, yeah, in my seven eight seed in the East, I have Washington holding on to the seven seed. Uh, that drops Atlanta down to face the winner of the nine ten, which for me is Toronto. I do have Toronto beating Orlando, and actually, I have Toronto beating Atlanta to take the eight seed. So sneak themselves in the playoffs, um, jump up from nine to eight. So for me, it's the Wizards taking that seven seed and the inevitable Raptors moving up from nine into that eight seed, which nobody wants to play the Raptors in the playoffs. You never know what you're going to get from Kyle Lowry. So that could be a little interesting going down the road. Um, in the West Coast, though, it stays pretty simple. Suns hold on to the seven seed. Um, the Kings and Kings and Kings and Wolves play for the nine ten. I actually have the Wolves beating the Kings. Obviously, I couldn't might let my homerism get too big a deal with me. But then they lose to Utah. Utah holds on to the eighth seed. Just that simple. A um, little bit of excitement because, you know, there was an upset. But really, at the end of the day, anything can happen with the 7-8 seed. So um, I do have it just sitting there, though. Suns, Jazz, 7-8 remain the same. All right. So, guys, we have our playoff matchups. Who Who gets out of the East and makes it all the way to the NBA finals. Devin. So bucks are going to play the Raptors. Bucks are going to fall apart. They're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs to the Raptors predator, Kyle Pascal Siakam's going to have a huge step up. And I know this is not just because I forgot the Raptors on my list. Uh, I just, and I'm giving them some love. I had the bucks losing to the magic. So, um, so you just think any eighth seed is beating the bucks now. I think I think the Bucks. No, I, I think the Bucks. Giannis is they're going to fall apart. Uh, Giannis is not a great playoff player, or hasn't been. I think that's going to continue. I don't think they got enough shooters to really maximize Giannis's game. Um, so I, I believe that they are going to lose seven games to the Raptors. Celtics are going to beat the Wizards, beat the pants off my team. I I already fully understood that. Uh, the Nets were going to beat the Hawks. There's going to be a shootout. Um, Kevin Durant's going to be the equalizer, wins it all. Um, and then I had Heat 76ers. Thought the Heat were going to win that. Uh, Celtics, uh, we're going to beat the Raptors. No Cinderella story. Um, then I had the Nets playing the Heat. Nets winning six. Um, Kevin Durant. Hopefully Kyle Lowry does take that step back. And again, I am 
doing most of when I say the Nets, I'm doing that with the belief that there aren't going to be any injuries to players like Ky- Kyrie, Kevin Durant, or any insane trades like they trade Kevin Durant to the Knicks. Uh, so uh, you got that, the Nets coming out of the East, huh? And the Bucks uh, basically imploding. Bucks are going to implode. Yeah, Celtics and Nets are going to play each other. Nets are going to win. Um, yeah, that's that's a bold statement there, Cotton. I know it was. It was. See if it pays off for him, geez. Fair enough. Hey. You're either the smartest man in the room or the most no, just no. You pull the best in. I mean, look, DJ did give him the number one seed, so anything. No, I'm more talking about the Bucks losing. Like the Nets' number one seed's fine. I'm talking about the Bucks imploding. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that, that's that's, yeah, that's I, shocking too. I wasn't even looking at that. I was looking at the Nets advancing. You're looking at no. the, the the bigger picture. I'm looking I, at if that happens, Nick Nurse needs to be coach of the year again and coach of a lifetime, and Toronto needs to build a statue after him. And name I get it. And one statue. But, I mean, the, the, the Raptors have the wings. They have the defensive wings. Um, they've still got – they got Pascal Siakam. Defensively, he's playing – guys who don't perform in the playoffs now. Oh, I know. This is I'm, – I'm drinking my own Kool-Aid today. <laughs> um, <laughs> but – I just think Pascal Siakam is going to take a step up in the defensive area and be able to slow down Giannis. When and yeah, I haven't seen um, Holiday Drew and Giannis play together, so I definitely am taking a big stab that Drew's not going to be able to pick up a lot of the weight that Giannis is going to put be putting down if he, when he can't score. Um, so I don't think they're going to have that great equalizer, which is the three point shot. So they'll lose. To the Raptors that have Fred Van Vliet, they got Pascal. I almost said Swaggy P too. That's the same person. Um, Kyle Lowry, I think, and I think Kyle Lowry is going to take a step up defensively and be and offensively and be more of that predator Kyle that we saw in the playoffs. Fair enough. So you think even without Serge Ibaka, they can still manage to uh, to hold off Giannis from beating him down in the paint? I do. I think. Kyle Lowry and his crafty steals are going to annoy the heck out of the Bucks and them right, threes, fair man. Fair enough. All right, so you got the Nets coming out of the East. What about your West Coast? What Western Conference? What do you have? What do you have coming out of your Western Conference? This one's so much easier. Um, so, so Lakers, 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 Lakers. Lakers are going to beat the Suns. Nuggets are going to beat the Grizzlies. Jazz. I have the Jazz beating the Clippers. Um, playoff P is going to fall apart again. Uh, they just paid him, so now they get to deal with playoff P forever. Um, and he is going to shoot terribly, not play defense. And the Jazz uh, lead it, led by the Stifle Tower and company, uh, are going to win in six games. And then I've got the Blazers beating the Mavericks. The Clipper curse and Luka losing. Wow, I'm shook. Yeah. Uh, I was like, all right. Uh, the biggest thing, the Mavericks are so good, but the biggest thing is it is ran by Luca. If you can slow down Luca, no one else is going to really put up a lot. Yeah, the unicorn has good skills and is able to do a lot on his own, but I feel like if you can neutralize Luca, they're going to be easy. And the biggest thing really turned out to be, again, the great equalizer of basketball right now in the playoffs, the three point shot. You got Dame. He can make half court shots just by messing around uh so i think it's going to go to sat down to seven games it's going to be a super close great series um but i do believe the blazers are going to take it uh then next series i've got uh, another lakers in five we're going to take the blazers 
Uh, they're going to be coming off a lot of heat. They're going to be thought of as going to be a, a great team. They're going to have a lot of momentum. Lakers, again, are just going to stonewall them, take them in five. Uh, then I've got the Nuggets and Jazz, one of the best series this last year. But I think it's going to happen the other way around. I believe the Jazz are going to take it in seven instead of the Nuggets. Uh, my MVP is going to be a little off. Um, and yeah, they're going to win again. It's going to be a seven games, hell of a series. But I think the Jazz are going to take it a lot like this last series, but just switched. Just who wins it will be switched. Uh, Isn't that uh, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray go ballistic? Donovan Mitchell to score is 101 points instead of 100 points per game to get the dubs. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Isn't that a matchup of your defensive player of the year versus your MVP as well? It is. It is. Um, I respect it. So defensive player of the year gets the edge in that one. All right. I gave it to him. And then the Jazz just gets steamrolled. The Lakers, I mean, they they made such good moves this offseason. It's just crazy. Uh, I think they're going to take the Jazz. And they will be in the finals against the Nets. So you got LeBron, Kevin Durant in the finals. I like it. Yeah, I respect it. That's a, that's an interesting pick. But DJ, before we get to hit Devin's, who wins it all? We'll we'll, we'll get to your who makes it out of the East Coast, DJ. So the East will Nets destroy the Wizards. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal. It's all fun and games, but the Nets take that one. Celtics, they take care of the Hawks. They're just a little bit better. Hawks are still coming along. Bucks and the Pacers, I think the Bucks roll them comfortably. I think Giannis drops a thousand on them. Heat and the 76ers go seven, but I'm giving the slight edge to the Heat because I think they got a little more of that championship playoff DNA. Doc's first year there, and Embiid and Simmons are still Embiid and Simmons. I think they'll play hard and do good on defense, but going to give the slight edge to the defending Eastern Conference champs. Next round, the Nets and the Heats face off. This one I'm giving to the Nets because they just got more star power. It's going to be like when the Heat played the Lakers in the finals last year. Just as great of a team as you are, there's just a little something missing. Unless the Heat pull off this trade for James Harden since he's out there and he's one. Of, that's one of the teams. Then it might change up a little bit, but not dealing with those hypotheticals quite yet. Celtics on the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to walk right through them. They can't build this wall that we talk about to stop Giannis, and I just think they're going. To, I think they're going to walk right through him. So we got the Bucks and the Nets because I don't think they're going to implode right away to just about anybody like somebody who's already spoken. And I think the Bucks are going to win it in a tight seven-game series. I think it's going to be Giannis and Kevin Durant basically fist-fighting and dropping 50 points a game on each other. But the underrated factor is Drew Holiday is a dog on defense. If we remember last time he was in the playoffs with Anthony Davis, a similar type of one-two punch, he locked up Dame pretty well when Dame was having one of his best seasons. Maybe he held him. I think it was sub 20 points in all four games and they swept him. So I think Giannis and KD are going to basically just equal each other out. So then that leaves Drew and Kyrie. And I think Drew's going to cause some fits for him. The Nets are a little bit deeper, but I think the Bucks will have more continuity. They also got some, they also got Torrey Craig from the, from the Nuggets. That's a good role player. Marvin Williams, Chris Middleton still out there. We haven't talked about Chris Middleton, all-star Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Thon maker, Kyle Korver. They they got players. I think we're underestimating just how deep they still are. So I got the Bucks finally getting over the hump and getting out of the East after running into literally two walls in the past two seasons. So Giannis finally breaks through. All right. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, I like it. We're, we're all for breaking through walls on this show. Uh, what about the West Western Conference, DJ? What, what's your Western Conference look like? 
So Western Conference, regardless if there's a beard or there's no beard, the Nuggets are going to beat the Rockets in a relatively fun-to-watch series. I think either way, it's going to be up and down all over the place. John Wall, Boogie, Jokic, yeah, Jamal Murray. It'll be fun. Clippers and the Warriors. This is where the fun begins. I think the Warriors pull it off if they're healthy. I think Steph Curry unleashes his 35 points a game from beyond the arc and six assists, seven random rebounds. Somehow how he gets them is beyond me, but he still ends up with them. Playoff Paul George. I don't think he's as bad as he normally is. Actually, the playoff Paul has a decent series, but not good enough. I think the Warriors ball movement, we see Draymond. There's way too much championship DNA and championship swagger, even without Clay Thompson. So I'm going to say the Warriors pull it off and the Clippers kind of just do what the Clippers do. I, I think Kawhi is a little bit overrated as a playoff performer, honestly. He had that fantastic run with the Raptors, but the rest of his playoff career has not been that stellar. So the Warriors ball movement, championship DNA, three-point shooting, like Devin mentioned. Nobody quite shoots the three like the Warriors, just when you have Steph Curry. Even without Klay Thompson, the other splash brother, you still have Jesus Splashworth himself. Three, I got the Lakers taking on the Mavericks, the present, the past versus the future in some people's eyes. And LeBron and the old man still holds on a little bit longer and takes out Luka. Probably a six-game series. Luka has his moments. They they have a bunch of fist dabs. Like, they, it's all bros and funks. Everyone loves Luka, but I think the Lakers are just that much better right now. Then four or five, the Suns and the Blazers. I think this one's a lot of fun. Dame, Chris Paul, CJ, Devin Booker, Aiton, Yurkage. Should be fun, but I'm going to say the Blazers take it just because Dame's the best player in that series, I believe, and I think he'll be the difference in that one. So that leaves the Warriors, the seventh seed, taking on the Nuggets in the first round. I think this is where the Warriors' run kind of ends, unfortunately. Probably a six-game series, hard fought. No one on no one on the Warriors, wise men, none of them, Draymond, none of them are checking Jokic. He's going to go off. Jamal Murray will attack Steph Curry. That was an unintentional rhyme. But this is where they'll miss Clay as somebody to, to just stand in front of Jamal Murray and stop him from going ballistic. So give me the Nuggets in a really hard-fought six, seven-game series. Lakers, Blazers, copy and paste last season. I mean, Lakers are still that much deeper. They're still, they'll contain Dame just enough, minus maybe one game where Dame goes off for 1,000. CJ, Carmelo, they'll have their moments, but give me Lakers in six. Lakers, Nuggets, Western Conference rematch. I hate doing rematches like this, but that's the way it played out. I'll take the Lakers in this one just a little bit. Nuggets are getting so close, but they just don't quite break through that ceiling yet because LeBron makes a really thick ceiling to break through. Then you put Anthony Davis next to him. Doesn't quite, they don't quite get it done yet. So we'll get that Lakers Bucks finals matchup that we all kind of expected last year, but didn't quite get. All right. So LeBron versus Giannis. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Well, for me in the East, kind of goes along the same lines as everybody else. One versus eight. Bucks beat the Raptors. I mean, yeah, it's the Bucks. Uh, four versus five. I got Nets beating the Sixers. Three versus six. Heat beating the Pacers. Uh, just heat or too much. Celtics versus Wizards for 2-7. Celtics winning again. Just because the Celtics, I mean, it's Wizards, unfortunately, they have the firepower to get there, but they don't have the firepower to stay there, if that makes sense in the playoffs. Um, next round, Bucks versus Nets. As much as I'd love to see Giannis and KD go at each other, I think this one comes down to just Giannis being unstoppable and KD only being able to play defense against them maybe 40 to 50% of the time, not even a whole game. The Bucks end up beating the Nets. Um, on the other side of things, three versus two, Heat versus Celtics. I have Jimmy beating the Celtics in seven games. Um, 
to make that one a really fun one. To make a Heat versus Bucks matchup in the Eastern Conference Final. The Heat take this one in six. So I have the Heat making their way in out of the East again. Uh, flipping over to the other coast, the best coast, the West Coast. Uh, number one, Lakers versus number eight, Jazz. So they win in five. Uh, four versus five being Warriors and Mavs. Uh, so Steph Curry and the Warriors take that series. Uh, actually, I actually have them going in six. Three versus six, Clippers-Blazers. Ah, uh, the return of way off P, if you will. Uh, this one goes six. The Blazers pull it out. Too much firepower for the Blazers. Not enough offense from the Clippers. Kawhi can't do it all by himself, even though he sure is all going to try. Um, on the two versus seven, Nuggets versus Suns. Five games. Goes the Nuggets way. As much as Chris Paul tries to make make something of it, he can't do it. So, Nuggets advance. So that gives me the one versus four, Lakers versus Warriors. Lakers win this one in seven. Number six, Blazers versus number two, Nuggets. Uh, Blazers advance in seven. Look, I love Dame. I, lo- I love Dame Dalla. I love, I love everything about the Blazers. But unfortunately, they run into the buzzsaw that is AD and LeBron in the conference finals. And this game goes six before LeBron and AD say, all right, I've had enough of you. And send them packing in six games. And they advance to a second consecutive matchup, Lakers Heat. Surprise, surprise. Wow, so you got like when the Spurs and the Heat play back to back, basically, you have that repeating more or less. I do. I do, actually. Um, but uh, before I get to my before I get to my championship, Devin, go ahead. What does your championship game championship series look like? Hell of a game. Um, <laughs> um LeBron, Kevin Durant, I think and I really don't think that's the matchup that's going to be what's driving this series. I really do believe it's going to be Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. Um, I think those two are going to be the players to watch. I think those are going to be the best players. And then, so really, and I, I believe they have similar depth. Uh, it really is going to go down to that number two star and who's going to win this game. I think Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis are close, but then you look at Kyrie and just what Kyrie brings to it, which is, you know, you don't know. Um, he brings mystery bags everywhere. Um, so when you're doing him and LeBron James, LeBron James is so much better. LeBron James, I truly believe, will make his team so much better than Kyrie. Um, Kyrie, I think he also deflates the ball a little bit. Um, and I think that's going to hurt his team, especially in the finals. Uh, and I think the Lakers are going to take it in six. I like it. Plus the underlying story of LeBron versus Kyrie in the finals. That'll tell a lot, too. That'll be a really fun head-to-head yeah. to see. So, DJ, what about you? So, I got the Bucks taking on the Lakers, Giannis, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Drew Holiday, the whole squad. And while LeBron's on his quest for the go, I think this ends up being a passing of the torch where I think Giannis and the Bucks actually take it from the Lakers in a hard-fought seven-game series. I think as great as Anthony Davis is, he hasn't really shown the ability to lead and be that number one guy on the championship team. He's been LeBron's co-star. I think this will be a series where they need Anthony to step up, and he will. But I think Giannis is going to be on another level. I think this is Giannis's MVP. Give him a 30 points a game, 58% dunking percentage because that's what he does. And I think he unveils a little wrinkle in his game because he gets better every year. I think we're going to see a little bit of a mid-range game from him this year too. Not a pretty one. It's going to be an ugly-looking one-arm jump shot. It just looks terrible. But he's going to show the ability to shoot from maybe around the free throw-ish line just to pull Anthony Davis one step before before Giannis takes his two dribble full court dunking go go gadget arms Michael Jordan stuff, so I think 
he'll unveil just a little bit of an expansion of his game, which will open things up and we'll see Giannis hoist the trophy for Milwaukee. He gets, they get the dub and then yeah, bucks for champs somehow. All right. right, Fair enough. I respect it. All right. So, so far Devin has the Lakers winning and DJ, you have the bucks winning. Did you say how many games it'd be DJ? I said a hard fought seven, but I'm going to change it to six. Actually. I'm going to go with six. Okay. So you both have it going to six, right? Yeah. Because if it goes to, if it somehow goes to seven, then I can't bet against LeBron in a finals game seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, Wow, you guys, creepy, creepy how that works out. Um, so I have the the Lakers versus Heat repeat um, of this this bubble. It goes exactly how I wish this playoff bubble would have gone. Jimmy Butler does not get exhausted by Game Three because he's able to breathe between series, and this one goes to seven, and a hard fought seven games. The difference being coaching. Coaching makes all the difference in this game, and the Heat pull it off. Eric Spolstra, this one clinches his I'm going to be a Hall of Fame coach career. So you spent all of our last podcast gassing up Anthony Davis just to have him choking away in the finals. That's actually pretty on brand. I can't really argue too much with that. So we got Lakers winning, we got Bucks winning, and we got Heat winning. We got Bam MVP, Giannis MVP, and I think, Devin, you said LeBron is MVP. Was that correct, or did you go AD? I'm going AD. I think. So you, all right. So you. So after all, Kelsey's gassing up AD. You got AD complete. Completeness. So. I all right. This should be. This should be a, a really fun good, season. He's a really good salesman, man. He sold me in our last one. Well, he, we knew that already. <laughs> Touche. So that'll do it for this week's episode of the High Low Sports Podcast. Any last words from you guys? I can't wait for actual basketball to be here. It's so close. Me neither. And if one of us actually hits this right on the head, that's going to be a whole lot of bragging, right? So I can't wait to hopefully it's not one of you two. If it's me, there will be a whole intro of just this whole whatever I just predicted being replayed. Just so yes, we know knows. you're insufferable in victory. That's why it's very nice that you don't win as often as you should. 50% of the time is 50% of the time, man. It's, it means I'm, I'm as good as a coin flip, which is ironic. I got any right, last man. words from you or did anything you want to say real quick? If I get it right, I'm getting a shirt and just going to be on my team, my stats, what I call them, and just going to have a shirt. I was like, I was right. God, that's so extra, but I respect it. Okay, well, that'll do for this episode of the podcast. I I will not be wearing that shirt. So that'll do for this episode of the podcast, guys. Check out our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all of them. Check the link, of course, for some Fanatics gear, NBA, NFL, all the good shit you need. Until next time, see ya. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply.